We're now joined in studio for the first time since COVID, I think, by a live guest on Saturday Chronicle. And it's our pleasure to welcome Jeremy Turkington, who's the Orchard Curator in Irish Seed Savers, to the show. Jeremy, how are you? I'm good, Tom. Thank you. Yeah. Good morning, Patricia. Jeremy. Good morning. How are you? Yeah. So, um, I know you had a series of workshops coming up in the, you know, and they're kind of booked out, are they? Yeah, we have our tasting tours that we do every year for people who are interested in people who are coming to buy trees. Like they, they want to know what the apples taste like. So we offer, we offer tasting tours every year. But um, the appetite for the these workshops has just in the past few years has gone through the roof. So we put them up one day and they're booked out within a few days now. So really, really. Yeah. yeah. So we're doing our tasting tours next next yeah. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Will you tell us a little bit about yourself and about the work that you do with Seed Savers? Um, so I'm the orchard curator and my role really is to manage the... We have 900 fruit trees on, on site and we have 180 varieties that we know that are completely unique to Ar- Ireland in origin. So really? Yeah, and um, we completed a, a DNA profiling um, project in 2014. So we can be sure um, from like a, a European perspective what varieties we can hang our hat on as Irish and what we know we have to conserve because they're not being conserved anywhere else. So our priority now is to focus on those varieties and um, we graft them in our nursery in, in Scarf or in, in Caparo for, to sell to the public and get them out there. And we, we supply um, for the gloss scheme which is an agricultural scheme, and we supply to a lot of community groups and schools as well. 180 varieties, Jeremy, from all over the island. Yeah, yeah, they were collected. Um, I suppose there's a few really key influential people involved in, in collecting them. One one of them would be Dr Keith Lamb. Um, we have Lamb's Orchard there. Um, and he's a very inspiring character. He, In the 50, in the 40s, he went around Ireland, and he... he he realised that a lot of these these old traditional varieties they were they were getting cleared out. Old traditional sure. orchards were getting mm-hmm. taken out and replaced um, by sort of more modern English varieties under the the premise that they were more disease resistant, which we now have found out wasn't isn't really true. <laughs> Our um, native plants and species yeah. are yeah. you know yeah. there were there was uh, farmers given grants um, yes. to to clear out the old varieties. Um, that was the condition. They would get rid of the old varieties if they were going to plant new ones. So, uh, Dr. Lamb foresaw this, and he, he did his um, his doctorate with UCD at the time, and um, he went round and he recorded on the bicycle um, all the old all the old um, varieties, and they're in in his thesis, which is a very important document for us. Um, and then when Anita Hayes she founded Seed Savers, um, and th- in 1992. Um, she went round and Dr. Lamb's um, collection was kept in UCD but unfortunately um, due to an oversight his collection was destroyed when they were built in Ballymun the developers destroyed it so all that genetic material was <coughs> was pretty much lost um, yeah, really? um, there's a place called Brogdale in England they conserve a lot of varieties so Anita luckily at that time Dr. Lamb was still alive and when Anita started so she got in contact with him and then they began the process of finding all the varieties again amazing. Uh, and repatriating them to, to, to seed savers so we have his collection 
Um, and then there's another man, Father McNeese, and Father and his mother, Annie McNeese, uh, they founded the Armagh Orchard Trust, and they pretty much did a similar thing in, in Northern Ireland. You know, there's a rich orchard tradition up there, and they were similar thing they collected all the old varieties from up there so Anita was the culminating factor and she she brought all these um collectors together and she brought the collection and together. Jeremy do you think there are other species out there Irish species other than the 180 you have for sure definitely we're really? yeah yeah and um, and we're always um we're always people are always bringing in apples it's been made a lot easier now with the advent of technology because we can do leaf samples as a, a crowd in England called fruitid.com and um, we'd ask anyone who wants to ID their fruit tree to send a leaf sample to them. Um, we're part of a scheme with them, so we get a reduced rate. And then once if that comes back as a unique variety, then we'll investigate further. But they have all our information about that those 180 varieties, and we that you can then compare to the English collection, the European collection, and the Irish collection. So you know if you've got something unique, it's it's quite definitive. So that's streamlined our work a lot, but the, t the clock is ticking with a lot of these varieties. These trees are getting older, and there's um, there's little time to be. We, we have to. So if anyone thinks they have an old tree uh, that's rare, maybe at the back of an old orchard or something yep. like that, just to, do you want fresh leaves or dry um, leaves? Usually June. June is the best time. Uh, that's yeah. when we would collect them and send them. Um, that my advice would be if you have an old tree is first to propagate it and get it grafted because sometimes you don't know where to look these days you you see it one day and it's gone the next um so it's that's it's and skill in itself it is yeah and we that's a big part of what we do at seed savers is education and workshops so we teach grafting work courses and we teach pruning workshops to try and keep these these old skills alive really we're trying to foster a, an orchard culture which is it's deeply forgotten in Ireland, but it's definitely not lost. It's coming to the fore again with renewed vigour. Yeah. And can you, um, if if there's a case where it's kind of fairly urgent to get a tree grafted, can you offer a service where you go out to help people with the grafting on site type of thing? Yeah, or? we have. Um, yeah, there's a few people we can we can do that. Yeah, that's if great. We have a tree. Yeah, it's, yeah it's important to preserve mm -hmm. these things. Yeah. And you're selling apple trees uh, next month, are you? Yes, we are on. We have sort of two categories. We have a bare roots catalog, which um, is released online in October, um, and then we do have a few potted trees which have been released this week, and you can you can go to Seed Savers and buy those from the shop. But um, they're very popular. Last year we put our bare root trees online on October first, and they were sold out within one week for the year. So really? they're really? hugely popular. So if you, I'd advise you to get in early to. To get your order in to make to make sure. And what date did you say you're starting in October? Uh, this year it'll be around the first. We don't usually do it on a Friday, no. so I'll have to <laughs> double check what <laughs> what date. But it'll be yeah, the first yeah. week of October for sure. I think the um, Sunday is the third of October, so possibly the fourth. Yeah, yeah, possibly the fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So any of this, uh, any of our listeners that are interested in fruit trees, just to. Uh, Put a diary marker for that day, you know. <laughs> what sort of price do they sell for? Um, our bare our bare root trees are twenty two euros, and we give a ten percent discount to our members. Um, for for everything at Seed yes. Service that covers workshops, um, seeds and trees. So if you're a member, you get a ten percent discount. Our our two year old potted trees are twenty nine fifty, and our one year old potted trees are twenty four euros. And you're quite a big employer now, I believe, Seed Service. 
we are yeah we're one of East Clare's biggest employers now. Yeah, we've twenty six staff, and uh, we we also employ people to come in on a casual basis and to, volunteers. to, to deliver workshops. We we do take some volunteers, but with COVID, we've kind of had to we've kind of had to knock that on the head for a while. But we get volunteers from all over Europe phoning to come to right. come and and gain work experience and yeah. Yeah, it's a growing enterprise, certainly, by the sound of things, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, it's, there's a public appetite for, for the work now, so mm-hmm. we just, we're just trying to fulfil that demand and that niche mm-hmm. um, as best we can. Yeah. Great work, and great due, uh, uh, credit due to the founders, Anita is Absolutely, absolutely. And Completely and a visionary, really. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. and they're, they're, still, they're still involved. Um, they still call down quite regularly. Good, and good, they, good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's their baby, really. It's their baby, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, yeah. and as I was saying to you the other day, when I meet friends of mine from around the country, there maybe even other people that are you know acquaintances and talk to, where you from? Scar. Oh yeah, seed severs. You know, so it's it become synonymous with Scarf in the last uh, decade, really, and longer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's kind of evolved into. It's, a bit, it's much bigger than anyone who works there now. Like you, yes. as you say, there's a good brand recognition now. Yeah. Um, and we, there was a time when it was kind of separate to the community in Scarf, mm-hmm. but now oh, there's just been huge links developed. With yeah, um, yeah. we're working in the Riverside Park there with the Scarf Tidy Towns and the Scarf Community Group and planting fruit trees and working with them. They've come out and done tours, so those links long may continue. Those links yes. begin to mm-hmm. keep strengthening. Exactly. And before we finish, uh, I know you're uh, a Tyrone man. I, I am indeed, yeah. yeah think I found out a bit of information about you. You said you have I, 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 no doubt who you'll be shouting for this evening. Yeah, Tyrone, I'd say it's going to... It's going to come down to a few points, but I'll... I'll, I'll well, I suppose from a neutral point of view, we won't begrudge it to either side. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward. I was up there um, two weeks ago, and uh, it just gives everyone a huge lift in the county, doesn't it? When, it does, it does. When it there's does. a win. Um, yeah. And you have an involvement with the Cormac McAnallan Trust? You I, told me from I do, yeah. I'm a trustee of the of the Cormac McAnallan Trust. Yep, I'll be thinking about him today. Um, Cormac sadly passed with a sudden cardiac arrest, um, and there's a history of that in my family as well. My brother, he sadly passed when he was 16, and yeah. uh, I had a friend, John McCall, as well. He died when he was playing in the Under-19 World Cup in South Africa of the same thing, so... Um, yeah, I have an interest, and after Cormac, um, Cormac's passing, his his mother and father, Bridget and Brendan, they set up the Cormac Trust to raise awareness of this, of this illness, and uh, they've done great work. They've they've turned something that's quite sad into a huge positive, and I'm I'm quite I'm involved in that. They they do defibula- they put defibrillators into all the GAA grounds and sports clubs in Northern Ireland, and uh, yeah. they they provide training as well on how to use them, and it's. It's now corporates and the schools and everything that it's involved in. So, that's, uh, and that's that subject featured large in the Euro um, European. It co- did. Final, it did. It did. return with this year. Yeah. 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 See yeah. um, um, It's always there. Just. It's great to raise the awareness and to have the training and facilities yeah. available to yeah. help people yeah. as well. So terrific uh, enterprise to do that. Yeah. Jeremy, thank you for taking the time to come in to talk to us here about the um, Orchard project uh, ongoing and getting bigger and better and all that. And uh, thanks for just mentioning the uh, um, 
at McCormack uh, Trust and your involvement in it. And you, I did ask you what choice of music you had, and you did suggest one. Do you want to introduce it? Um, yeah, it's called The Bantry Boy. It was uh, written by another one of Cormac's friends after he, after he passed. So uh, I'll be thinking about Cormac today and um, As a lot all of the people, people in Tyrone. Yes, yep. indeed. Yeah, so thanks. And we look forward to talking to you again in the future. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Best good luck, Jeremy.